everyone. Welcome back to the How to Podcast series. We're going global today in a big, big way because Nikki is here. And not only is she from an amazing country where my wife's family is from, ta-da, but she's also been in other places in this world. And she's starting a podcast. I'm excited to have her on the show. And we're going to talk about all things podcasting. Nikki, welcome to the How to Podcast series. Hey, yes. This is exciting. So it is. My family, my wife's family is from the Netherlands, and that is the home of some of the best people in the world. Exactly. Yes. Point taken. Right. Yes. I'm excited to have you here. My father in law was born in, in Holland, and he, there were certain things that he would say in Dutch that would, that sounded great in English to hear him say. So one of the things I think we talked about this was, I would always ask him to say 88 gas stoves in in Dutch because it sounded so hard to say when I heard him say it in Dutch. It's like... 88 gas Yeah, there you go. Now that, I can't (laughs) say that. I had um, like a boyfriend who was from um, Singapore for a while, like way, way, way back. And his... like. In Dutch, you often say, yeah, sure. But the way we, we say it is, ja, whore. <laughs> so it's like, this is amazing. You keep calling each other whore all day long. <laughs> no, 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 right? Yeah. So yeah. that's one of the things that he always said that made me laugh because yeah. there's no, I tried, I can't, I can't. I can't get those mm. letters and words, sounds yeah. to go together. Especially, yeah, the schrijven and schrift. Oh, Those kind of words are so it's hard. So cool. I love I love listening to people from from your part of the world. But that's oh. not it. You also have spent many many days, months, years in in Japan. Yeah, can, a decade. Can, can you greet our Japanese audience because they're listening oh, to yeah, the podcast? Of course. I would love for you to say hello to them. アムステルダムです。あ、オランダで生まれたでも結婚した後東京に行きました。10年ぐらいで住んでいましたから。だけど。I view of the world and you can communicate to so many different people so how many languages do you speak then i mean fluently i would say dutch english and japanese okay and then i lived in beijing for six months so i studied mandarin at the time so i can still understand it but when i try to speak it japanese comes out (laughs) so i'm kind of hesitant and the same goes for german I understand it, but it's so close to Dutch. So I'm always worried that it might sound German, but it's actually just Dutch. <laughs> so I prefer not to speak and uh, speak in English. But if they speak to me, then it's fine. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, French is just like I can ask for directions and I can manage in a restaurant and those kind of things. But I cannot have an actual conversation. Yeah. So you're starting a podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the club. This is great. Thank you. Tell me, what's the idea for your podcast? What are you going to be talking about? And what's the name of your show? Uh, the name of my show is Soap Lands and Salary Man. And the reason for it, um, I work uh, as a tour guide. I have my own tour guide business in Japan. I just got an award today uh, saying that I have the best bespoke tour um, guide company in Japan for 2023, which is amazing. Uh, so I have around 50 people working for me and occasionally I do the guided tours myself as well. So last summer I was in Japan for three months and I chipped in and uh, I did the tours myself as well. And um, um, so I get a lot of questions like uh, about Japanese culture and... oh. Sorry about that. Uh, About Japanese culture and what it's like to live in Japan and uh, like really typical things about the culture that you cannot find anywhere else. Like soap lands is one of the typical things that is so quintessential Japanese. Yeah. 
God, I'm going to turn this off. Hang on. Why? I never get phone calls. Never, you, ever. Right? Who calls these days? Just text. Everybody heard it's about like, your podcast. They want to talk to you. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh, so planned. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. So basically, a so planned is where you go, where it's only for men, by the way. And uh, there's this woman and she's wearing a swimsuit and she puts soap all over you. And then she takes the soap off. And basically that's all that's supposed to happen. But, you know, it's kind of like a gray zone where mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, and then we fell in love. <laughs> and then we consummated our relationship. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards we broke up and then... I got the breakup gift from uh, the client and la, 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 la. And that's how they get around the whole, <laughs> that's not what you're supposed to do yeah. type thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there, there's so many layers to the Japanese culture and Japanese history. And the country is being closed off for so many years. And there's also so many misconceptions because there's so many vloggers that come to Japan for like one or two weeks and they think they know Japan. And that's what bugs me the most that people mm. come to Japan for like a week and they're like, Oh, Japan is like this and Japan is like that and la la. And like, no, that's really, <laughs> that's just scratching the surface. You totally misinterpreted what's going on. And of course, if you don't speak the language, I can imagine that that's the impression you get. But I want to uh, get rid of those biases and to show the real Japan and the good, the bad and the ugly. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about. And, uh, of course, being a tour guide, I'm also going to talk about where to go in Japan. Uh, Should you get a real pass or not? Like where to stay or what are my favorite spots and uh, Japanese food. So everything Japan related, basically. Nice. That's a great idea. And will you tie that into your tour business as well and promote your own business? Uh, Well, hopefully, yeah. I mean, uh, Halloween is coming up. So, uh it would be nice if I can get the first podcast out before then so I can plug my ghost tour for all you uh, uh, haunted uh, creepy crawlers out there <laughs> who love uh, to get a good scare and see the execution site and the old wow. haunted places. So, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. So you're at the very beginning of starting your podcast. And I know that mm-hmm. you have a few questions about starting and everything. What uh, What's right at the top of your mind as far as a question about starting your podcast? Uh, well, I mean, I already um, started my Patreon account. Okay. Um, so I also want to do special episodes just for Patreon. Okay. But other than that, I'm basically clueless, like, what platform to use. Is there, like, one place where I can just upload stuff and then it goes out to spotify and apple and all the other podcasting platforms i know amazon also has a platform now through audible Um, yeah yeah so is there something like that where i just have like a one-stop shop where i can just upload everything and it just goes out automatically or do i need to manually go everywhere and also like one versus the other. I have quite a large following on uh, Instagram so okay. I was, and on Facebook as well. So I was kind of debating what is better because if you do a live event versus just record it and upload it because during a live event, you have more of an interaction and people can comment and they can get more involved with the whole process rather than just recording it and then uploading it. But then, of course, it's always live, so you cannot pre-record. So there's ups and downs right. for both. Yeah. So, and can you do like a mix? Can you do like, yeah, I'll do a live event once a month, and then the rest of the time I'll just push it out or whatever. What would you recommend? Yeah. So a live events are amazing because you get to interact with your audience. Mm-hmm. You get to have conversations in the chat. People can interact with you and be a part of the show. That's great. Mm-hmm. The only downfall with that is time zones. Yes. And people's availability to join you live. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a lot of shows that I would like to listen to, but I'm either sleeping, working, or doing something else when the show is live and I can't join them. But mm-hmm. the host then makes the live event available to people to listen to after. So yes, I can yeah. still listen to the show. I just can't be there when it happens. Yes. So that's a possibility for you is mm-hmm. to have it recorded. So that you can still share it later, but yeah. still have the fun of doing it live. 
Mm-hmm. And the other downfall about doing it live on one platform is if I am not on Instagram as a user and I'm on a different platform, I will never be able to come and be part of your live audience because mm. I'm not on that platform. Yeah. So the idea about podcasting back at the beginning of when podcasting started was it should be a podcast should be available to everyone, mm-hmm. everywhere, all the time. Yes. That's the beauty of this is that you can be heard anytime. So yeah. in the future, or I can listen to your episode that you record today, I can listen to it five years from now. Mm-hmm. So your your content will be available to everyone all of the time if you have it on a host. Yes. That hosts your, hosts your content and delivers it to Apple and Google and Spotify and Audible. That's what yeah. you need is you need some kind of host to yeah. do that. On top of having a really good Instagram page and live events, having it available everywhere else is also mm-hmm. a good idea as well. Yeah. So what would be the hosts that could um, get it onto all the other platforms? How does it work? Do you need a subscription or is it free or do yeah. you need to create an account? Or so you need to make a decision from your perspective. Do you have a budget? For a mm-hmm. monthly fee, mm-hmm. because you can go to it. There's monthly, there's places that you can pay to host your podcast, and mm-hmm. they will give you a lot of great service. Mm-hmm. They'll help you. You have a team there that's there to answer your questions. It's great. They're there to work for you. You're mm-hmm. hiring them by mm-hmm. paying them to have a host. And I have one, three of my shows are on a hosting site called Buzzsprout, and I pay Buzz- a, Buzzsprout. Like um, Buzzsprout. Yeah, Buzzsprout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of my one of my hosts. And I have three shows with them. And I pay them every month. So and like ballpark, what are we talking about? So Canadian dollars. I'm yes. paying about twelve dollars Canadian uh-huh. every month to them. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. yeah, that's nothing bad, right? Yeah. So my dog is barking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and anyway. and do they also Take care of advertising and that kind of thing, or there are some opportunities with some hosts where they are partnering with uh, with people that are looking to advertise. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not all of the hosts do that at this point. So um, Buzzsprout does have some ways to make money with your podcast. Mm. It depends on the size of your podcast and the how many listeners you have and the content. There's some advertisers looking to advertise on podcasts. For sure. Oh, but a Patreon account is a great way to, to to get funding for your podcast. Yeah. I also use a site called Buy Me a Coffee. Oh, it's at buymeacoffee.com. And I can have, I set it up one time and people mm-hmm. can donate to me and they can buy me a coffee. And it comes to me and I have it set up in $5 increments. So I get a $5 oh, okay. donation and you can buy me multiple coffees. And I get the money and they take a small portion of that money to host that for me. So it's a really easy way for people to donate to my show. Okay. And do you need to give something in return for that $5 donation? or just let them know that it's there. Okay. So a $5, I know from a Canadian perspective, that's not a lot of money for somebody to donate. So I had somebody donate today and they bought me 12 coffees. Oh, wow. And I was like, the email came in and I'm like, wow, that's, that's a lot of coffee. Out of the generosity of yep. their heart or yep. they don't they just need anything donate. in return? Or? Sometimes I, I don't even know who the people are. Oh, wow. I see an email address so I can respond and thank them in an email. Yeah. But I don't even know them by name. But yeah, or acknowledge yeah. them on the yeah. podcast or something yeah. like, oh, this right. amazing person has just gave me 12 coffees, so I'm going to be up yeah. Uh, yeah. for three days straight uh, drinking <laughs> right. coffee. Yeah, so what I do is I take some of that money and I give that to my wife. We go out for dinner. I can nice. buy her flowers. Oh, right? keep the romance so going. And my, yeah. my listening audience is being kind to me and I'm going to pay it forward to my partner. So that's what yeah. I do. So oh, that's cool. another way of doing that. So you can go with Patreon. You can go with having commercials in your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and Or you can do donations like that. Yeah. And for me, in I think it was six months now, I've made around $300 in donations through my oh. Buy Me a Coffee. Oh, that's amazing. 
Wow. Right? So to get that amount of money coming to me through a commercial in my podcast Mm -hmm. would take a long time, to be very Mm -hmm. honest, because they give you fractions of a penny, very small amounts of payments to have an advertisement. So I don't Mm. have any ads in any of my podcasts Mm. at all. I don't sell any merchandise for Mm. someone else Mm. because I just, I'm going with the donation model because it Mm -hmm. seems to work with my audience. Your audience might be completely different. So you have to kind of figure out what works for you and for your podcast. Yeah, to be honest, I find the ad breaks quite annoying. So I think... As long as you don't have a huge audience, it doesn't really make sense to start off doing ads if the revenue is that low anyway, because people might get turned off if there's too many ad breaks. I know some podcasts, like every five minutes, there's an ad break and I just get turned off. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to listen to this anymore. This is too much. And I mean, of course, if it's a really amazing podcast, you might want to uh get on patreon and um get the ad free podcast but you know you'll do that for maybe one or two but you're not going to do it for all the podcasts that you just right. do yeah and the one thing you have that's very unique is you could bring in, in you could bring in a uh, commercial but it wouldn't even sound like a commercial because mm-hmm. maybe you have a a location that you bring people to on your tour that mm-hmm. you would like to promote in Japan mm-hmm. and they would give you money to talk about their location, their service on your podcast. Yeah. So we could be talking like this, and I just start talking about my favorite place in Japan where I go. I take all my all my tours there. This is mm-hmm. why I love it. You can it costs this much to stay there. And I highly recommend it. That could mm-hmm. be the commercial. And yeah, they give exactly. you money for that and it's in the content. Mm. So it's not like you're stopping going to a commercial and coming back. You're exactly. just talking. This is part of the conversation. Yeah. And they people love that kind of commercial because mm-hmm. it's in it's in the conversation. Yeah, and it's kind of you bring your own value to it, you know? It's like from your own point of view. It's not like, oh, you know, uh, the, let's go over to this ad break and uh talk about dog food or something totally right. unrelated right. to the podcast. Yeah. And you've stood there, you've been there, you understand yeah. it, you recommend it. And as a mm-hmm. listener to your show, I come to listen to you. And if you tell me this product is really important, this place is a must-see place, you have to go there. I think it's yeah. the best place in Tokyo. I'm mm-hmm. listening to you. I believe you. I'm going to go there yeah. because you said so. Because exactly. I like you and I like your podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to support that person, that company, because you said to. I hope yeah. So, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, if I were to go with Buzzsprout, is that audio only or video too? Buzzsprout is audio right now, audio yeah. only. Um, there's another one that I use. I have three shows on Buzzsprout and I have four shows on what's called Spotify for podcasters. Mm-hmm. It used to be called Anchor. Oh, yeah. I've heard okay. about that. So, that is a free hosting site. Mm-hmm. So, you do not pay, there's no bill. And you can upload as many episodes as you want with no limits. Oh, that's amazing. And they also offer video. Mm. So you can have video on Spotify Mm -hmm. or audio. And you can also then, what happens is you upload video to Spotify through their platform and they send it out to the audio players. So Mm -hmm. Google, Audible, and they just get the audio version of what you're Mm. doing. So yeah, it's really easy to do. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. And uh, so if you get the subscription going with uh, Buzzsprout, what do they do for that as a host? Uh, What kind of services do they offer? They give you really good analytics. So you'll understand your listeners. Mm -hmm. You'll see where they're listening from, who they are. They'll give you some really good information Mm. about who's listening to your show and Mm -hmm. where they are in the world. That's mm. really interesting. They help you with the setup portion of mm-hmm. of you setting up your podcast. So kind of the behind the scenes information, the one time things you have to do to set up. They'll be there to walk you through that. And they have really good tutorials to teach you podcasting. 
so you can learn from them and they actually want you to do well because they want you to stay. So they're yeah, trying to teach you how to do things well so that you can learn and be a better podcaster. So oh, I really like amazing. them for that. Yeah. Mm. There are other, other options as well. Um, there's Libsyn, which is in the United States. There is um, Podbean and Blueberry. There's a bunch mm. of different companies you can pick from. Mm -hmm. And if you go on YouTube and you just type in hosting site, podcast, type in that and just do a comparison and you'll see someone come on and talk about this company compared to this company. Mm. What's good about them and what's good about them. And then you can decide mm. what works for you. But you have yeah. to come down to the initial decision. How much money do you have to spend, if any? Um, and the one thing about paying for your hosting mm -hmm. is if you decide to stop paying, your podcast doesn't exist. It stops. Mm. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Okay, so is that part is that important to you? You have to decide that as well. Mm. So uh, suppose you want to. So if I were to use that service, do I record from their hosting site immediately or do I use something like Zoom or whatever as an intermediary and then use the Zoom file to upload it into their system? Yeah. Because, uh, Good question. I love this. Great question. Mm. On Spotify for podcasters, they have a recording feature where you can okay. actually record your podcast on their website. So that's really mm. handy. It's yeah. it's really easy to use. Um, and it's designed for new podcasters to get recording. Mm. You can also just use Zoom, even if you don't have a guest. You don't have mm -hmm. to have a guest to use Zoom. You can just use it to record. And mm -hmm. Zoom will give you back the audio and the video. If you want the video, it'll mm -hmm. come back to you after you're done recording. So oh. a very simple way to do it. Uh, there's other paid ver versions where you can pay every month and there's mm -hmm. other options, but you have to decide how much money do you want to spend every month with hosting, with tools, all the different things that you can spend money on. You just need a budget. You need to know how much you want to spend. Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, because I mean, if you use Zoom, then at least the files are still on your computer. So if yeah. at some point you decide not to continue paying, then you still have the episodes and you could potentially upload it to a different yeah. platform. Yeah. And so what all these hosting sites have in common between mm -hmm. all these different paid, unpaid, is what they give you is a an RSS feed. It's mm -hmm. like an it's like an address. It's like your home address. Mm. Or if you look on the internet, if you look on a web page, up in the top you'll see www dot and then the website address. Yeah. What happens in podcasting is they give you your own address for your mm -hmm. podcast. You take that address and you give it to Apple, you give mm -hmm. it to Google, you give it to Audible, Amazon, and that's how they get access to your podcast. Oh, so you only have to set that up once and then they just... One time. Oh, yeah. I think I remember from the old days with RSS, you could get kind of like a subscription yeah. and then... You could follow a page, and whenever there was an update, that's it. That's you would it. get a notification, right? That's podcasting. That's oh, it. You okay. understand it completely. That's exactly mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So think of it like a library. Uh, you take your podcast to the library, and then Google, Apple, they come to the library and get your new episode and take it back to their platform and share it with people that listen. Oh, so, that's perfect. So you don't yeah. actually have to manually upload it every time. So you just need to get the subscription going yeah. once and then they automatically just uh, come in to get the new episode yeah. whenever so it becomes All available. you do is give your new episode to your host and your host takes care of the rest. Mm -hmm. That's it. And what would you consider uh, to be like the perfect length for a podcast? So is there any um anything you can recommend like better do it short and sweet like 15 minutes or like half an hour or 45 minutes or an hour or um or does it really depend on what type of podcast it is or yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot variables. of it depends yeah so mm -hmm. from your perspective when you listen to a podcast how long do you typically listen to a podcast before you 
move on to something else? I mean, if it's an interesting subject, uh, at least 45 minutes to an hour, it's okay. normal for me. But three hours would be too no, long? No, no, no. Not like yeah, Josh yeah. Rogan. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, does yeah. like six hours or something. <laughs> like, oh my God, no. And maybe maybe a one-minute podcast is too short? Yeah. Okay, so it's somewhere between one minute and three hours. Yes. Right? So what I would say is I would record as long as you have enough information and content and don't do it any extra. Mm. So if you have 15 minutes worth of things to talk about, don't do a one-hour podcast because yeah, you only have 15 you, minutes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I personally get annoyed when people are meandering for like half an hour to talk about stuff that's been going on in their lives and don't mm. talk about the actual podcast. I'm like, can't you just do a special behind the scenes episode where you talk about these kind <laughs> no, of things and I can just skip it because yeah. that's really not, I'm, I like the episodes, but personally, I'm not really interested in you at all. Yeah, <laughs> I just right. want to hear the content. Right. But maybe I'm, I'm being my rude Dutch self and no. uh, so other people don't have this problem. In our episode together right now, we haven't talked about what we've had for dinner today, what we've had, what we did this morning. We haven't talked about any of those other things. We just started talking about podcasting right away. Exactly. So everyone listening so far, we haven't been wasting any of their time. Yeah. It's okay to talk about that stuff. What I do is I do that at the end, mm -hmm. at the very end, because not everyone listens to the very end. Only yeah. the people who really, really like the show stay yeah. to the very end. So that's when I talk about my dog or my day mm -hmm. or something that happened for me. I do mm -hmm. that at the end. It's still important to me. I want people to know about me and my life, but I don't do it at the beginning. I always do it at the very end. That's mm. how I do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And do you usually write a script or read from a script or prepare questions or do anything to prepare for interviews or anything like that or just uh, take it as it goes? Or Yeah, so interviews, I always do a pre-interview. So mm -hmm. we, we've done that together. We've yes. chatted. So I already know you. I've already had a conversation with you. I know that you're going to be great on the show because you have great ideas. You're super smart. You're funny. You have great <laughs> stories. So I can't wait to have you on the show. If I just yeah. met you and hit record, mm -hmm. I don't know anything about you if I've never met you before. So it's really hard to have a good conversation with a stranger. Exactly. But that's why I always do pre-interviews. I don't yeah, have, I didn't give you a list of questions today. No. Right. We talked exactly. a little bit before we hit record, mm -hmm. but that's it because I want to yeah. have a great conversation. And as our conversation evolves, mm. we're going to have great content because we were both here to talk about the same thing. Mm. So I will give questions if someone's nervous and never been on a podcast before. I'm not yeah. going to be rude to them. I'll, I'll yes. help them. But I tell mm. them, listen, if I give you the questions, Nikki, I can't promise I'm going to ask you every question, yeah. but because you might say something that makes me go, I want to know more about that. Exactly. So I want, I don't want to be stuck on my questions where I can't ask mm -hmm. what I'm but interested in. It's just in. Not, not a natural conversation. If it's like bullet points, let's go down the list and uh, okay, we have 10 minutes left and I still have three questions. So let's get a move on. Right. Right. Yeah. So. That's that's how I would how it works for me. Does it work for everyone? No. You might need yeah. to do questions, and that's fine. Again, no one's going to tell you you can't do it. It's your podcast. Exactly. Right? So you can do whatever you want. So, mm -hmm. But what I enjoy as a listener is how I make my show. Mm -hmm. So I would say to everyone listening that's starting a podcast, decide what you like and do what you like. Because mm. if you do what you like, you'll like to do your podcast. You're going to want to because you like it. And people sense. will come to your podcast because they like you. Mm. They'll like your podcast because you like your podcast. Mm. And that makes it really easy because you're not fake. You're not mm. making it up, right? Yeah, that, not that's another thing. I feel it's very important to be authentic. So especially when I'm on social media, I'm always truthful because... Like I had some comments from um, followers that said, oh, uh, 
I feel you're being too negative and uh, it's uh, damaging your brand and you shouldn't talk about anything negative. And I feel like, yeah, you know, that for me, that would mean I'm not being authentic. And I never name people and I never um, make anyone feel bad. But if I've had a bad day or a bad client or whatever, then I'll truthfully say like, yeah, you know, that wasn't a great day. And I'll explain to my followers why I feel this way. And I feel like if I'm only like happy, happy, joy, joy, then uh, it's, it doesn't feel authentic to me. So, uh, yeah, I feel that's a very important part, not just of podcasting, but like letting people know who you are and what you're struggling with. And, uh, yeah, to give a good overview of what your life is like as a podcaster or as a tour guide or as whatever you want to talk about. The, the best thing about podcasting is you can say anything you want. Mm. And the worst thing about podcasting is you can say anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? can break or uh, ruin a reputation in seconds. <laughs> so you just, I would never podcast angry mm-hmm. where I'm very upset about something. So you're like that, David, he is the worst person in the world. I would never trust him. He's a liar. If you did all that, that's not a good time to podcast. I would probably not release that or delete it or something. Yeah. Um, Because things you, we might misunderstand something. And in the moment we say things that are hurtful. Yeah. And that's not going to be very helpful. And the audience will pick up on that. Exactly. When it's done for a reason that's going to hurt somebody. Yeah. I've listened to podcasts like that and I've stopped listening to them because Mm. there's, there's something wrong there. And I don't want to support that. So that's the only caveat I would say is never podcast mm. angry. That's all. Yeah, and no naming and shaming. Yeah. If yeah. you if you do want to talk about your personal experience, especially if it's not like a hundred percent positive one, or when you're struggling with something, then maybe talk from your own feelings rather than yeah. uh, telling your audience oh this was a really bad client and it's all their (laughs) fault and like that you know that's not a good thing to do and uh, would you recommend using something like a calendly to set up the appointments calendly i love for one big reason is it does all of the time zone calculations for us Mm -hmm. yeah we're in a totally different time zone right now Mm -hmm. and so if you don't use a tool like that and you just want to email somebody they might get misunderstanding where to me it's it's today but it's actually tomorrow for you yeah and we miss each other and yeah i've had that happen a couple of times with podcasts where we just got the time zones wrong or they would say like yeah i'll send you the link and then they didn't and then i was just waiting for that and didn't put it in my calendar because i thought oh they're going to send me an invite with a link and then like 5 minutes before the podcast would start they would send the link and i would totally forgotten about it because i expected <laughs> yeah. to hear earlier from them and like yeah, yeah. we have our appointment right now I'm like oh okay yeah calendly is a great tool for that i have the paid version because i have multiple podcasts yes so it allows me to set up multiple different ways to connect so mm-hmm. it really works well. I've never had an issue with them. Great customer support. They don't pay me to say this, but I really like <laughs> them. So, yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and would you also recommend using something like Google Forms for people who want to come onto the show to kind of get a sense of who they are and how they can attribute to your podcast and yeah. to have everything together, like all their social links and all of Uh, the information that you need to prepare for the interview that's smart very smart Mm -hmm. and the other thing i would add to that is maybe how they want to be addressed if they're a A doctors lawyers um, yeah or gender stuff as well you know like right yeah like her yeah she all of that they you might as you should ask and it gives you all of the information you're going to need after you're done recording which you're going to end up having to email them and ask them to send anyway. So you might as well ask for it up front and have them write out for you the intro 
that they want you to use to Mm -hmm. be on your show. Instead of reading from some website, Nikki did this. Nikki was born at a very young age. Nikki likes bananas. Nikki, no, I'm just guessing at what you want me to say about you. I'd rather you Mm -hmm. tell me because then then I'm going to just read what you want me to say and you'll be happy. So yeah, and I mean them. you can even use it on the show notes as well, right? Yeah. Or you can just yeah, uh, copy and paste the, that intro and uh, have it there for people who are unaware of who Nikki is or whatever, yeah. right? It's a great way to do that. It's just very smart, and also ask them for the photo that you mm, want. Headshot. They want you to use, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you have to go onto the internet, go to their website, find a picture. Hopefully, that's the picture they like. Mm. I don't know. So, but that's the other way you have to do that. And sometimes you might pick the wrong picture and it's not them. Yeah. It's someone else. It's like, that's not me. You're like Nikki. It's like, I don't have red hair. Why did you take that? That's not even me. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, fortunately, I have a very uncommon uh, name. So there's no other Nikki with my last name uh, ever (laughs) in the world. So I'm quite unique in that sense. But uh, yeah, I can understand if you're like John Smith, that might pose a problem. Right. Yeah. And I have Um, Dave Campbell. I'm everywhere. So yeah, So yeah. Good luck. Not related to the soup people? or I wish. I would be uh, definitely sponsored if I was. Yeah, soup money. Yeah, give me the money. <laughs> I love it. What else are you thinking about for your podcast? What other questions do you have? Uh, so would you recommend uh, starting off with a homepage for the podcast? Or are you like, <laughs> well, you can wait until it picks up and then create it? Or uh, do you think it's better to at least have something rudimentary with your information? And would you recommend like i know some podcasts have their own facebook groups where they interact with their followers would you recommend start uh, setting that up straight away because the name might get taken if the podcast uh, picks up but you can also choose not to do anything with it straight away so those kind of things yeah so i like having my own website Mm -hmm. for one big reason if i if i'm only on facebook or if mm-hmm. I'm only on Instagram or TikTok or X, Twitter, whatever it's called, if I'm only on that place, though those sites, you have to log in, you have to have an account to yeah. get onto that platform to see your content or to interact mm-hmm. with you. So again, if you're on that kind of platform, some people aren't there, they'll never interact with you. Mm-hmm. Having a website does not require you anyone to sign in or subscribe or get a password to get to your information. It's on mm. the internet. Right. Anyone can access it anywhere, anytime. So mm-hmm. having your own website, I think is a very smart idea. Even if you only just have a, a simple page where your contact information is there, maybe a link to how to listen to your podcast, how to reach out to you. How do I, if I'm a listener, and I want to ask you a question or I want to give you money for your podcast. How do mm-hmm. I do that? So mm-hmm. on my website, I have a link to Apple. Podcasts. I have a link to Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. I have my Buy Me a Coffee link. If you want to mm. give me some money, thank you. That's very nice of you. Yeah. I have my email address. I have all my social media platform, all my Instagram, all my accounts are there. So mm. the nice thing is, if I go on someone's podcast as a guest and they say, Dave, thanks for being on the show. Where do we reach out? I don't have mm-hmm. to say, find me on this, find me on this, go over here and do this. Do this, do this. Mm. Do th- I can just say, go to howtopodcast.ca. Everything is there. Yeah. See, exactly. that's simple. That's easy. I can mm-hmm. remember that because yeah. the name the name of my show is the name of my website. Mm, that Very easy, right? So I don't have some different name for my website than my podcast. Yeah. It's just need to, to register, the, yeah. Yeah, register the domain and then set up the website. Yeah. And for me, my website costs $12 a year oh, for my domain. That's I sent all cheap. a month. Yeah. And I built my website on Canva. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. And so my website's hosted on Canva. All the work I do, the images, the pictures, everything I do is built on Canva. And it's attached oh, wow. to my well, my website address. That's it. Um, is it a WordPress website or? It's all Canva. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that with Canva as well. I need to look into that because I use Canva a lot for social media, mainly. So uh, next time you have a chance, go to my website and look at it. 
Yeah, that's that's an example of what you can do on Canva. It's great. I love it. I love it so much. Amazing. And it's cheaper. Yeah. Much cheaper than than all the other ones. Exactly. And uh, would you recommend also starting Linktree for all your... Linktrees are good, but they're not... The one downfall to that is it's not your your address. It's Mm. Linktree's address. So you're sending people to Linktree. You're not sending them to you. So if you have a website for your business, if you have Uh a website for your business, you want people to come to your business, not to a link outside of your business. You want them to come to you because Mm. when they come to you, that you own that traffic. That's your your spot on the internet and no one else, no one else has access to them. They can Mm -hmm. sign up for emails. They can connect with you and it's one easy place to go. Link trees are Mm. great, but your website could be. The link tree, your website.com, whatever you want to call your website, could have all the links you would have on a link tree. Just yeah, on exactly. your website. You have everything right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if someone Googles uh, something with you uh, or like, what is his Facebook page, then they might also get redirected to your website because that has your actual Facebook uh, address. Link trees are hard to say as well. So if I'm on mm. your podcast and you say, Dave, where do we find you? Go to linktree.com slash Dave dash Campbell dash. That's like, yeah, what? Too what? Much. Can you just say how to podcast.ca? Yeah. Done. Right. So yeah. if you make it really simple, then everyone can find you. And I'd rather just send them to a place that I own. That's my spot. No one else can take it. So how much time? would you reckon it takes to produce one episode? Are you talking about a video podcast or an audio podcast? Video. Video podcast is more time than audio. Simply Mm -hmm. because you have all of these lights and cameras and special Mm. words across the screen, all of those things take time. So Mm. I would say if you're doing an audio podcast, Mm -hmm. I would say the ratio would be about four to one. So a one hour podcast is going to take you about four hours from the time you start planning to finished, to finish Mm -hmm. your editing and get everything done. So Mm. video is more than four to one ratio, maybe Mm. seven, eight, nine to one. Mm. So a one hour video could take nine hours to do Yeah, in all the editing and making it sound look and, and look great. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about how often are you going to do a show? Yeah. How much time do you have to donate or to to, de- 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 to dedicate to your podcast? Do you have nine hours a week to do mm-hmm. editing? So you have to decide that. Yeah, Audio exactly. is a great way to start because it's it's smaller commitment and time. And you mm-hmm. always have the video. Like we have yeah. the video right now. I don't have to release the video, but I have it. And even if you only do audio to start, you have all the videos when you record like this. Mm-hmm. So you can always use it later. Mm, but you can yeah, start with exactly. audio and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then as things build, you can start bringing in the video as well. It's up to yeah, you. That, yeah, that makes total sense, you know. And then you can also intersperse it with uh, additional live events where people yeah. actually get to see you. So. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. another thing you can do live on Instagram, for example is have your guest come on after the podcast or before the podcast on a different day and introduce them to your audience. And like, hey, everyone, Dave's here on Instagram with us today. We're going to be talking about the podcast that we just did or that we're going to do. I just Mm -hmm. wanted you to introduce Dave to everyone. And my audience then says, Dave's live as well. Nikki's live, Dave's live. And Instagram goes, wow, hey, two people are live together. Let's take both of their audiences and tell them all. Yeah. And we get on amazing, together right? and we start building this together. Just yeah. remember that if I'm only on Facebook, I have no idea this is happening. Yeah, of course. I have so, no you need idea, to promote it right? everywhere, you know, yeah. like uh, to do like um, uh, pre recording, like, oh, yeah. you know, next week we're going live and this is the guest or this is going to be a solo yeah. episode or whatever. And this is what or come to talk about or whatever yeah. uh you know yeah because during the pandemic i did a lot of facebook live events 
where I would just go around Tokyo and show uh, different parts of Tokyo because no one was able to travel to Japan. So I did a lot of those. Uh, but yeah, since I'm in Amsterdam now, that would be like a total different concept where it would be mostly just interviews or just, uh, talk about my own experiences or whatever. Right. Yeah. You just remember and, that not everybody has access to one platform. Yeah, that's right. Right. Not everyone is an Instagram user. Not everyone is mm -hmm. a Facebook user, whatever name, whatever platform. So you're only going to reach who's ever on that platform. That's all you're going to reach because no one mm. else is there. True, true. Right. So just keep that in mind where podcasting, again, back to what we talked about at the beginning, is meant to be available for everyone, everywhere, all the time mm. without any and borders. Exactly. And in terms of consistency, would you recommend to always to pick a date and time and to always release the new episode on the same day and the same time? Or are, are you like, well, it's not really that important or in the beginning is probably less important than later on? Or what is your opinion on that? As human beings, we really seem to like routine. Mm -hmm. We like to have our breakfast at breakfast and our lunch mm -hmm. at lunch and our dinner at dinner. Yeah. We like to watch our TV shows on a regular basis. Right. We kind of have yeah. we have a system that we like mm -hmm. to do for most part. Um, it's the, the nice thing about podcasting is it's time shifted. Mm -hmm. So even if you release your episode at Monday morning at 6 a.m. your time, I'm in a different time zone. Yeah. So I'm not getting it at Monday at 6 a.m. like you're doing because I'm mm -hmm. somewhere else on the planet. Mm -hmm. So and I might not have time to listen on Monday. I might listen to you on Friday. Because I have exactly. time on Friday for your show. So mm -hmm. as people sign up, one thing we want to encourage your listeners to do is to follow or subscribe to the show mm -hmm. so that when your episode goes live, it automatically goes to their phone or their device. They get a copy of your episode. So mm -hmm. then they can listen when they want to. Compared to live on Instagram or Facebook, if you're not there, you're not there. You right. can maybe watch the replay, but you're not there. Yes. That's so right. I can listen to your show any day that I want. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the beauty of podcasting. So I would say that you would like to be consistent for your audience because they build their routine around you and around yeah. your show. So if they know that you have a podcast every Monday, they're probably going to work you into their schedule on Mondays mm -hmm. or Fridays or Thursdays. Mm -hmm. You just want to show up on a regular basis. Yeah. Can you take breaks? Yes. You can take a break for as long as you want, but you just need to let them know that I'm going to be taking a break for a week, two weeks, a month, because I have, I'm going to see my daughter, I'm busy, I'm traveling, I can't record, I will see you in one month, two months, yes. three months, and then come back. Your audience mm -hmm. will be fine with that, because yeah. they love you, and they love your content. When you watch yeah, a TV I mean, show... You can re-record, of course. Yeah. Your TV shows, they don't have episodes every week, 52 weeks a year. Mm. Your TV show takes a break. And what do you do? You go do something else. But when mm -hmm. your when the TV show comes back, oh, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Right? It's back. My show is back. Yeah, exactly. Same thing for your podcast. People will be mm -hmm. like, yay, Nikki's back. Yay, yay. I get to have Nikki again. <laughs> so yes. be okay with breaks, too. You don't have to do it every week, all the time, for the rest of your life. It's not a jail sentence. It's supposed exactly. to be fun. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun for you, okay? And what's the difference between subscribers versus downloads? Uh, subscribers are, at they, well, yeah, it's kind of together, together, mm -hmm. but a subscriber is following your show. Mm -hmm. So they'll get all the updates. Like I said, they'll get the, the, the podcast downloaded into their, their listening app compared mm -hmm. to somebody who doesn't subscribe to your show. They're just listening to your show, which is fine mm -hmm. too. So that's going to show up for you as a listen. So I might not actually be following your show. So I don't automatically get notified, but mm. I know that I can go to your show anytime and hit play on your new episode. Yes. So it goes both ways. And both of those count as far as a, a stat for your podcast. Okay. So, and what if the same person listens to, listens to, 
the same episode multiple times does that mm. count as different listens or is it just because it's one person it's one so here's an interesting thing let's do this example so you get up in the morning and you start mm -hmm. listening to the how to podcast series my show wow yay you hit play obviously why yes while you're making breakfast you start listening on your phone mm -hmm. okay and then it's time to go outside to the car and you go out to the car and you're not listening to my show now. You hit stop or pause and you go to do something else. And then when you get to to another location, you start listening again. So now that's a new listen in a new location. So now it gets confusing. So you listen yeah. to a little bit more and then you stop and then you go to work. You mm -hmm. get on your computer at work. You put your phone away and you pick up where you left off on the computer. You're on a different device in a different yeah. location. So now, is that three listens? Yeah, or is exactly. that one listen? So behind the scenes, all of our hosting sites, they have to go through and clean up that information to mm. give us the best results. Mm. And in the process, we don't get really a firm number for sure, 100% mm. that these numbers are correct. They do their best, but yeah. it's not 100% sure. Yeah, because okay. I can imagine if it's a different IP address, then especially if you have not uh, finished the whole episode or when you are like, oh, no, I actually want to start from the beginning because I was a bit distracted or what was that one thing that they yeah. were talking about? Let's go back. Right. So I can imagine that they would count it as a different listen if it's on a different device or different IP address or whatever. Yeah. And then we have VPNs. So oh, I yeah. can set myself up and tell you that I'm in Scotland right now. Mm -hmm. And it would listen, it would be a count as a listen in Scotland. I'm not in Scotland, I'm in Canada. So exactly. I can do there's all kinds of so that's where the numbers get a little bit Fuzzy. funny. But I would use them as a guide. Mm. That's all. And then when you look at your numbers, when you when you're new as a podcaster, you want to know that people are yeah. listening, right? Yeah. All I would say is don't compare your numbers to someone else. And what they're doing, because they have a different audience, they're a different person, right? Don't don't worry about everybody else. Focus on yourself. Mm. And if you have one listen on your first episode and your next episode, you have two listens. Great. You're doing great because you yeah. just doubled your listeners. Yeah, wow. that's amazing, right? Compare it to yourself and always compare. What I do is I compare it to my last episode, not mm. my first episode, my last episode. I want to know that my newest episode compared to my last episode, I'm doing better. If I'm yes. doing better every episode, I'm fine. And why I don't compare it to my very first episode is because I have 140 episodes. Yeah. So there's 140 episodes between the first and my current one. Sometimes people will go back to the beginning. Sometimes they don't. So mm -hmm. that number has been around. That first episode has been around for a long time and yeah. has more ability to have more listens. So. If I compare my first episode might have 200 listens and my, my new episode has five, that mm -hmm. episode's been around for a long time. People have had a chance to listen for many, many days. Yeah. My, my newest episode, it's only been out for a day. So that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Just compare it to your, to your last episode. That's where I start when comparing. Oh, that's actually a really good tip. I'll definitely use that. Yeah. yeah. You want to see that you're moving forward. Yeah. That's all. Mm -hmm. It's good. What about, yeah, exactly. what about um, connecting with your audience? What are your plans around connecting? You said Instagram and doing lives. Anything else that you're planning on doing to connect with a listener so you can actually meet them? Um, well, I mean, um, if I do get a bunch of followers, then uh, starting Facebook groups might be fun. I know that... Um, some of the more popular podcasts have these uh, Facebook groups that you can join and they have some moderators and they put some interesting content and uh, have some interesting polls and questions. And so the hardcore fans uh, have something to talk about. So that might be something further down the line. But uh, yeah, maybe not straight away because you need to conserve your energy and focus on what's important. And then later, if it turns out to be successful, then you always have time to circle back and uh, set all of that up. Right. I think. So for me on my website, I have a thing called SpeakPipe. 
And SpeakPipe allows my listeners to leave me a voice message for free. Oh, they get 90 seconds and they can actually record their message. And if they don't like it, they can re-record it. It's not like you're going to create a mistake, but they can record Mm -hmm. a message and send it to me. I get an email and I can can download it and then put their message into the podcast. Oh, you can actually hear their voice on my show. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, I didn't know that was even an option. I know that yeah. some of the more professional ones, they have like people calling in yeah. to the podcast, but I think you need a professional producer to set that up. No, nope. yeah, you're good. You can use SpeakPipe for free. Oh, it wow. Cost anything for you. If you yeah. want to go for longer messages, then you can use their paid plan, but 90 mm-hmm. seconds is great. Just that's, yeah. that's enough. And then you can use that. So you can ask your audience a question. And then ask them to go to your website, not your link tree, your website, yes, and then exactly. go to your speak pipe, click the button, leave a message, ask mm-hmm. them a question. They give you an answer. Put it in the podcast. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So I'll definitely where's your look favorite place that. in Japan to eat? Ask mm-hmm. your audience. And then when they respond, put it in the podcast. Yeah. Because now yeah. I hear my voice on your show. I'm so excited. I'm going to tell everyone I was on Nikki's podcast. I left her a message. I'm on the podcast. Everyone, go come here, come here, listen to me on Nikki's podcast. Exactly. That's great advertising. That's amazing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, because I have my own travel business, I started a couple of Facebook groups as well, which uh, one of them has grown to over 50,000 wow. um, participants. So yeah, that's also definitely maybe a good place to plug my show. So hopefully Mm -hmm. people will be interested in that. Yeah, and of course I'm also a member of many Facebook groups uh, over the years, and also on uh, LinkedIn. There's many groups that I'm a member of, and I have around three thousand LinkedIn followers or something. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. That might be interesting. You have a whole community waiting for your podcast, Nick. Yeah, exactly. So do you also send out newsletters to followers or ask them to yeah. leave their email address? Or Yeah, I have. I've done like a blog post as well, where mm-hmm. maybe I'll take the content of one of my episodes and expand on it in more of a magazine article instead. Mm-hmm. So it complements the episode and sends people back to the episode to listen. That's the mm. idea. So, because some people like to to read, some people like to listen, some mm. people like to watch the video. So, if you can address all three people that would listen to your content, watch your content, or read your content, you've got a great way of building community just by reaching mm. them the way they like to be reached. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I heard that some uh, podcasters also uh, use the script and then put the script on their website. So people can read that mm-hmm. um, instead of, uh, or put it in the show notes or yeah. a link in the show notes or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So there's many ways to reach out to your audience and grow your community. Just mm-hmm. make it easy for them. Yeah. Make it easy for them to find you on the on the internet. Make mm-hmm. it easy for them to find your podcast so that I can pull out my phone and my friend can pull out their phone. And it doesn't matter what type of phone we have. We can find your show because there's all you're everywhere. Yeah. That's what you want. And then just make it easy for them to communicate back as a listener. Build community mm-hmm. and you'll have a very successful podcast, Nikki, with all the connections you have and who mm-hmm. you are and how sm- smart and amazing you are. You're going to oh, have it's going to be so easy going, for you. Going, right? going. It's going to be so easy because, <laughs> yeah. again, you can flip the switch and start speaking to people in Holland. You can flip the switch and start people speaking to people in Japan. I can't mm-hmm. do that. I would love yeah. to do that. I can't do yeah. it. So you can do unique things with your podcast that no one else can do. And that's mm-hmm. I'm excited for you because you're going to have a great podcast. Really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to come back on your show a year from now and tell you how I've been doing and how the whole process has been and how I use your guidance and advice to set up the podcast and what my biggest learnings were and that kind of thing so nice and i say before we go too i would say one thing i would advise you to do early is once you've settled on the name and you have everything done and you're ready to go when you start recording your first few episodes record a little commercial for your Mm -hmm. podcast similar to what you'd hear on the radio between the songs you know a little short little commercial 
Because I know for me as a podcaster, I would love to have a commercial about your show that I could put in my show to Ooh. tell everyone to come listen to you. Because oh, that's, that's the best way to get new listeners. Yeah, that Is, makes really good right? sense. Because if you advertise on Instagram, not everyone on Instagram is a podcast listener. Exactly. Some of them don't even know what a podcast is, Nikki. So yeah. you go on Instagram and say, listen this to my podcast. Age. I know. They're still like, what's a podcast? I have no yeah. idea what that is. Is that free? Is that expensive? How do I do that? Mm -hmm. So if you advertise where people listen to podcasts, mm -hmm. they're listening to this right now. And then at the end of this podcast, a commercial pops up for your podcast. Mm -hmm. All I have to do is one click on my phone and I go straight to you. Yeah. That makes total sense because they're listeners of podcasts. They don't have to exactly. be told how to. They just need to listen. So mm -hmm. I like to do commercials for my guests and my friends and promote their podcast on my show. Yeah. Another thing I saw people do is uh, do like a guest episode or an exchange where they take over the podcast or yeah. they do one episode about a total different podcast and then you are suddenly introduced to this uh, new podcast that you didn't even know about. And sometimes a bit hit and miss because sometimes you are like, this is so unrelated to what I was listening to before. This doesn't really make any sense. But sometimes you're like, oh, that's interesting. I never would have known about this if I hadn't heard this on this uh, different podcast that suddenly yeah. popped up. And the podcast community is a great community of people. So yeah. even if you find a podcast that's kind of similar to yours, they're yeah. not your competition, Nikki. They could be your best friend and support yeah. and ally. Have them mm -hmm. come on your show, even if they feel like your competition. They're not. Mm -hmm. Have them on. Yeah, invite yeah, them on yeah. and be on their show. I mean, uh, with tour guiding, I feel the very same thing because every guide tells their story in a different way right. and does the tour in a different way and you connect to the person and not the content so uh, even if it is very similar then you might like this person over that person and you'd rather like, like how many crime podcasts are there like a zillion or something <laughs> a zillion yes yeah. every every second there's another five or ten twenty yeah Exactly. Right. So you, you connect to that person because you really like their jokes or you really like how they present themselves or whatever yeah. and not so much. Because if you listen to enough of them, you hear the same story come back around and told in a slightly different way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's not really the most important thing, I think. Amazing. Um, I would love to have you back before you launch your podcast. Oh, Do you think yeah, you'd come back to... before and then yeah. when it launches, I'd like to have you on and talk about, you know, launching it and everything, because yeah. I think we have more stuff to talk about. Oh, and you've been yes, very sure. kind with your time. You've been here for a long yes. time with me. I appreciate that. But I'm yeah, sure well, there'll be more questions, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once I get started, I'm sure like right before I launch, I'm going to have a bunch of questions and I'm going to run into problems and I definitely could use your help to okay. set it all up and be successful and get it going the right way. So that would be amazing. So amazing. Uh, in advance, I thank you for your help. I would awesome. very much like to make use of that uh, okay. opportunity. So Nikki, where do we connect with you as we follow the journey of you starting your podcast? But we want to know more about you and find you. Where can we go? Where do you want us to go? Um, yeah, well... Um, I'm on all platforms under uh, Tokyo Tours, and okay. that's spelled the Dutch way, so T-O-K-I-O, -O, so not with oh, a Y, yeah. and then Tours, T-O-U-R-S. And uh, you can also follow my personal Instagram, that's Nikki, N-I-C-K-I underscore Amsterdam. Okay. So that's easy to remember. Good. Um, or on LinkedIn, uh, Nikki van Ingenschenau, that might be a bit hard, but you, you can also <laughs> find my business yeah. page, page there, Tokyo Good. Tours. So I'm on TikTok. I'm on, uh, I've started a YouTube channel as well Good. for the podcast, but uh, there's nothing there yet. So Good. <laughs> under construction. Good. Um, so yeah, I would love to uh, have your listeners contact me and uh, if they need any information about Japan or travel to Japan or itineraries or they have um, ideas about the podcast or want to collaborate or whatever, please DM me and uh, I'd love to talk more. 
amazing. If you have a travel podcast, you need Nikki on your show. She is yeah. a wealth of information. She's super smart and talented, and she knows a lot. So Thank she would be you. a great guest for you on your podcast. Um, well, yeah. not to um, toot my own horn, but my nickname used to be uh, Nikipedia. So. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. great. I love that. That's a great name. Right? <laughs> I love it. Um, Nikki, thank you so much for making time to be on the podcast. Again, we kept you long, but yes, uh, great questions. And I would love to have you back again in the future. So keep yeah, me in for mind, sure. okay? Let's in touch. Yeah, we'll set something up soon. Okay, thank you. And if, if you're listening uh, as well, thank you for listening to the end with us. All of Nikki's information will be in the show notes as well. And uh, Nikki, thank you so much. We'll talk again soon. Yes, see you soon. Awesome. Bye-bye.